Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Boppity booze. Welcome to another edition of Corbin versus the world. It is me, your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow on this, our eighth week of the 2020 experience. And I hope that you had a lovely week. I had a fantastic week. I got to go out and see a couple shows in the past week. I got to go see Wolf Parade in Denver at the Gothic Theater. Lovely little venue. I understand that I have a lot of listeners from the New Mexico area, so if you need a base of reference, the Gothic Theater is kind of like the Sunshine Theater if the Sunshine Theater didn't suck all of the eggs in the universe in the sense that you can actually go outside after you check in with the concert. So that's pretty cool. I really enjoyed going to go see that show. I also got to play my favorite game show in the world, which I play every time I go see a concert in the Denver area. It's called Did Denver Dance? And the answer is no, they did not dance. Once again, I don't understand why. Every single time it happens, I don't know what magical, bizarre, hundred-year, dark, evil voodoo has infected the population of Denver where every time a guitar comes out, your feet turn into cement and you become these monolithic, non-dancing Spartan phalanx. So... I get it. I understand it. I respect your non-dancing culture, but please respect mine as well. I like to groove and thrash around a little bit while I'm hearing my tunage, and I respected your space, so please respect mine as well. As a tiny human, please, please, the talls of America, stop standing in the front of the standing room when you're going to see concerts. You're ruining lives for those of us with the Napoleon complexes like me, myself. And I understand you're not intending to hurt me, but deep down in my soul, I hurt. I hurt. I hurt. That's my poem for you. Anyway, speaking of deep hurting, let's just get the political beat out of the way right now, shall we? I am going to try and keep it to a minimum on this one because unfortunately... My old neurotic tics are kind of coming back now that I'm talking about politics more on this show. I have this old recurring dream that I thought I conquered with therapy that I've been revisited by more and more in the last couple weeks in which I'm sitting in my old sandbox from my childhood home and I'm building a sandcastle in this sandbox and sitting next to me is Michael Bloomberg, Democratic candidate for the presidency. And during that time, Michael Bloomberg is explaining in great detail his tax plan for when he becomes president and I am listening with great intent while I am building my sandcastle and then all of a sudden a large bird-like creature swoops down from the air, snatches Mike Bloomberg out from in front of me and devours him 
right in front of my eyes while he's screaming. And then the bird says, feel the bird. And then it spews his bloody disembodied head into my lap. And then I wake up and then I have to call my shrink again. So I've got to keep the politics down to just a little bit of a bare minimum. So good job, Mr. Bernie, for your victory in the New Hampshire's. This has been a great day. If you are a boring 30 something with an art degree, Bernie won new stroke song, new Wes Anderson trailer, run the jewels and Rage Against the Machine are going on tour together. Suburban Warriors Unite! This is our week! It's all downhill from here, probably. So we'll spend a little bit of time in the future talking about these future races and the upcoming Super Tuesday nuclear throwdown that we will be bearing witness to oh so very soon, not to mention the rise of Mike Bloomberg, which is also causing a rise of bile to my throat. So we're going to table that one for right now. But instead, we're going to talk about something that is tangentially political. It is still related to this election, but it is on the opposite side of the political spectrum. Uh, It has recently come to my attention. Obviously, there are people running on the Republican ticket that are not Donald Trump. He's still facing primary challengers from people like Bill Weld in Colorado and Joe Walsh, who has taken time off from playing his songs with the Eagles to run against Donald Trump. So good for Joe Walsh. Keep on rocking in the good city. It's (laughs) the only reason I'm happy that Joe Walsh is in this election cycle is so I can make Joe Walsh Eagles jokes. But anyway, moving right along, there is another man, and I hesitate to use the word man. I should be using the word legend, possibly the word god, named Zoltan Istvan, who is running opposite Donald Trump on the transhumanist political platform. And you might be wondering, such as I did this lovely morning, what in God's name is a transhumanist? And after a quick 120 seconds of Googling, I can say with some degree of nebulous confidence that the transhumanist party believes very sincerely that we should be plugging Apple dongles into our belly buttons and into our MacBooks so that we can upload our consciousness into computers so that we can live forever. From my actual serious analysis, it would appear that these are actually the group of people out there, the people that make Andrew Yang look Amish, that really want to use technology to augment the human experience, the human body in in such a way. Basically, the Borg. We're talking about the Borg here. We are Borg. You will be assimilated. This is the Borg party. So, I mean, if, if they're trying to show us candidates that are even farther ideologically gone than Trump, I guess running the Borg is a good start. For the Republicans, so good for them. Anyway, uh, best of luck to Reptar. Here's tunes. This is Texas Drums by Pottery.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the world. You just got done hearing a Texas drums part one by pottery. Next, we had a capable man by man and the echo. I guess man is the singer. And finally, we had for your pleasure by the band shopping. I've played them before on the show and they have a new album out this week that is oh so very very dancey dancey good good so i'm enjoying the redemption arc of the oscars as they're trying to make better on the whole you know people being a little snitty about green book rightfully so last year and i think that they're doing a good job trying to make amends they took some good steps in the right direction you know you had shia labeouf giving his acceptance speech with his co-star from peanut butter falcon i have to admire how bold the executives were, especially after the Golden Globes, allowing not only Joaquin Phoenix, but also Renee Zellweger, apparently in front of a live mic. So I really appreciate the cojones on the parts of those executives. And uh, Joaquin, I don't know exactly what you were saying up there, but I agree 100% with it, my dude. I agree 100% with everything that you have to say. And, you know, obviously there were a couple missteps. I'm still a little confused as to what Eminem was doing back there. I can only assume my biggest my biggest theory at this point is that that was actually Eminem from the 2003 Oscars who was on his way to go perform Lose Yourself. But then he fell through a wrinkle in time, Kurt Vonnegut, Slaughterhouse-Five, Unstuck in Time style, and he came out the other end of the wormhole 2020 did lose yourself and then he fell back into 2003 and that explains why that happened because I'm still a little confused but hey you know whatever keeps Eminem's career afloat somehow but we'll be talking more about music as we go a little bit further into this show I do want to spend a little bit more time talking about our best picture of the season 
Parasite by our boy Bong Joon-ho. Big, well-deserved win. And I also have a prediction. I have a prediction right now that I'm going to share with all of you that at any given moment, at any given moment, at any given point in America, every five seconds, some college student is staring wistfully into their coffee cup and letting their conversation partner know that they have not seen Parasite yet, but they really do want to see it. I know that this conversation is happening all around the globe as we speak, and I got out of the way of the FOMO bullet by immediately <laughs> renting it as soon as I saw that it won because I cannot, I, I could not stand the possibility of FOMO. And I loved Snowpiercer. I loved the host. And so I figured, you know, I, I was going to see it eventually. And I enjoyed it very much. And I am now very excited to see what will happen with the American adaptation of it because genius television executives have decided that we are going to adapt the Bong Joon-ho South Korean Parasite into English, possibly for HBO. Mark Ruffalo is already in talks to star in it, along with Tilda Swinton, who I cannot wait to see who she plays in it. Tilda Swinton can play literally anything. She could play man, woman, coat rack, bear. I do not care. She can do a great job as any of those things. And I cannot wait to see what happens with that. And I'm glad that Bong Joon-ho is finally getting the bag with Hollywood. He's finally getting all the accolades he finally deserves. And I'm also a big fan that the Oscars, you know, Green Book notwithstanding, are not afraid to get a little weird with it now with the best pictures. Because just a couple years ago, they were giving the Oscar to, to Sally What's-Her-Name having the affair with the fish. We're okay with the weird movies now. We're okay with it. We're accepting of it. And so I'm glad that Bong Joon-ho is grabbing that brass ring and getting all of the sweet, sweet money and adaptations. We're going to have Parasite the show. We're going to have Parasite the RPG, Parasite the game, Parasite the flamethrower, Parasite the jetpack. Spaceballs the lunchbox. Spaceballs the breakfast cereal. Spaceballs the flamethrower. <laughs> that kids love this one. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. Now I'm going to bring you to Parasite the musical break. This is Nicole Atkins and her song, Captain.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Captain by Nicole Atkins and a little duet with Britt Daniel from Spoon. Next, we had Yumi Zuma and her song Cool for a Second. And finally, we had the band Girl Ray and their song Girl, appropriately enough. Girl Ray and their song Girl. And my friends, we are now deep enough into the 2020 experience where I can say that I am very buckled in and excited about this blockbuster year in music. Since it would appear that we have had to see the last decade to Imagine Dragons, everyone is now eager to seize that 2020 new decade artistic real estate and seize this decade as their own. So you have a lot of bands and a lot of musical artists who are coming into this year with their A-game, a lot of older bands who are trying to reassert their dominance. You have new song out by The Strokes this week, which was fantastic. I won't play it on this show because it's a little sad and I don't want to get all sad right now, but it's a great song. You should definitely listen to it. We have a new album out by the Tame Impala band this week, which is pretty good, pretty good. But all of these new albums need to take a seat to an old superhero that is about to reclaim its seat at the top of the rock echelon, the alt-rock echelon. Ladies and gentlemen, Pearl Jam is making their triumphant return to the rock airwaves. And kids, if you're curious, Pearl Jam is that band from the 90s grunge period with the singer who went... And that's what he did. And he's Scott Stapp's music DNA daddy. And so they're responsible for all of that. And they're back now. They're coming back with a new song. So get prepared, kids. Get prepared. My Chemical Romance is coming back for us. But Pearl Jam is coming back for those real deep cuts. I am so excited. Uh, They have released or they have announced that they are coming out with a new album. uh, And they released a new track called, I think it's called Dance of the Clairvoyance. And I have listened to it, and yeah, that's actually the name of the song. I'm not, I'm not bullshitting you. That's not something I came up with to make fun of them. That's a real song they came up with. But it's called Dance of the Clairvoyance, and I listened to it, and uh, it is definitely a song, guys. It is most assuredly music put together by human beings and recorded. And I listened to it, and I can report that back to you faithfully. With their new song, though, the new song that they're going to be releasing, they're going to throw some gimmicks at you. Because it's 2020, you see, we've got all this fancy schmancy new technology and you think that we're not going to bury your ass in gimmicks with this? Of course not. We had Smell-O-Vision in the 80s, baby. You don't think we're not going to do something in the 2020 experience? Pearl Jam is partnering with an app company called Pouster. That's some alliteration there. And they have developed an app that starting February 13th, so starting now, my friends, If you point your camera at the moon, the full moon, you will hear Pearl Jam's new amazing song, Blood Fuzz Supermoon. And again, that's not a name I made up to make fun of them. That's a real song that human beings came up for one of their rock songs. That's Super Fuzz Blood Moon or Big Fuzz Super Blood or I don't, uh, Pouster, I (laughs) Zoltan Ishtar. I don't, why do people come up with words? I don't understand. 
So it plays like 30 seconds of that song. And that's what will happen if you magically point your phone at the moon. And it was super dope. I downloaded the app. It's true. If you point it at the moon, it does play the Pearl Jam song. And just to play around a little bit, I, I see if it would play other things, depending on what I pointed it at. I noticed that if I pointed it at my trash can, I got Imagine Dragons and I got a little bit of Limp Biscuit in there. When I pointed it at my bathroom, I got the new Justin Timberlake album. And then when I pointed it at my TV, I heard, help, help, it's David Bowie. Let me out, let me out, find the warlock. And at that point, I deleted the app because at that point I realized I was a little too far gone. So anyway, listen to the new Pearl Jam song or don't. Your quality of life won't be altered in one way or another. It doesn't matter. Nothing really does. Here's more tunes.
versus the world. Damn, I'm Eddie Vedder or Corbin versus the world. I can't tell. I guess my name's Corbin David Alba, but I am many things to many people. Ah, you just got done listening to. <laughs> uh, I don't know why my voice is garbage. Anyway, you just got done hearing the band Happiness and their song Vegetable. Next, we had local Colorado band The Lollygags and their song Grand Consolation. And finally, we had Fell Runner and their song Dog Inside a Car. So, friendos, yeah, that's the name of the song. I know, we're throwing a lot of curveballs at you today. We are just wrapping up this episode of Corbin vs. the World slash my Eddie Vedder impression laboratory. Thank you for sticking around, listening to me play jazz today. It was a lot of fun, and hopefully it was fun for you. And if it wasn't, it'll be more fun next week, I promise. Be sure to follow us at Corbin vs. the World on Instagram and at NocoFM on Instagram. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Corbin D. Alba and go visit our website at www.corbinversestheworld.com for all of our episodes and my blogs and musings and all sorts of other fun things. Anyway, do I have anything else I really wanted to talk about this week? It was a pretty good week overall, other than, you know, everything related to politics. But anyway, let's keep the good vibes going, good tunes going, good, good energies going. I have got a new song by Jason Isbell and the 400 unit. Love Jason Isbell. And he's got new music coming out. This is his new song, Be Afraid. We're also going to have tracks by Doe Eyes and Ethan Gruska. He has a duet with Phoebe Bridgers, who we also love on this show. And they are going to be closing us out today. So thank you for tuning in to this episode. My name is Corbin David Albaugh. It will be next week, too. Catch you next time. Appreciate you. Yeah! We've been testing you, and you failed. See how long that you could sit with the truth, but you bail. And I don't think you even recognize the loss of control. And I don't think you even see it in yourself. See, every one of us is counting by so we didn't roll. And the loser is the last to ask for help.
Dozens of you listening right now that have never heard Pearl Jam that are never going to listen to this show ever again. <laughs> they are like, it was all good until he started doing his fucking Pearl Jam voice. <laughs> you can divide the show into the pre-Pearl Jam voice and the post-Pearl Jam voice. Periods. This has been a production of NoCo FM.